May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. Please be seated. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. We got to hear from the Song of Solomon today, a series of poems and writings of passionate, unabashed love. The kind of love experienced between newly married couples on their honeymoon and some long married couples for whom that passion and unabashed love remains. Interestingly, God is nowhere mentioned in the entire book of Song of Solomon. Many in the church have tried to therefore allegorize Song of Solomon to make it about Jesus' love for the church. And that's a valid interpretation. God's passionate love for humanity expressed in poem. But if we stop there and don't allow this book to be about what it truly is, a writing about passionate love between people would be missing some of the beauty of this writing and the beauty of the love that we have as passionate sexual people. Passionate love and even sexual desire that men and women feel for each other is part of the image of God in which we were made. As can be newlywed, it's a good thing. The lovers in Song of Solomon in the passage we heard today are so in love that once they're together, everything in the world seems beautiful. In springtime, there are flowers and turtle doves and figs ripe on the vine. Or the tree, figs are on the tree. There are beautiful scents in the air. The birds are chirping. There's not a mosquito around. And it feels as if all of creation was put there by God just for the love and enjoyment of the two of them. I venture to say that a lot of us have had those feelings of being so in love that it feels like every sunrise and sunset were given by God just for you and your beloved. Beautiful, blissful creation that is made by God and given for the enjoyment of just two people who are passionately and unabashedly in love sounds an awful lot like the Garden of Eden. Far from sinful, the passionate love of man and woman in this passage helps them to love creation even more. They seem at peace with the world as though the love they have for each other is going to pour out into the world around them. Passionate, unabashed love is far from sinful. Far from anything to be ashamed about. Passionate, unabashed love is our Edenic state. How God made us to be part of the image of God in which we were made. So how then do we get from the good, joy, and beauty of passionate love seen in the Song of Solomon to the church, sometimes teaching in our history that sex is basically wrong and bad, and marriage is okay, but kind of questionable even then. As we are no doubt aware, our desires can sometimes run amok. Desire run amok is largely what Jesus was talking about in when he lists some of the evil intentions that come from the human heart. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, sex, slander, pride, and folly. These are basically desire run amok. 
Desire for things and people. Desire for people have things without regard for those people. Jesus' list of vices are all ways that people gratify their own desire selfishly and without, without regard to the cost of others. Fornication, sex, for personal gratification without truly and deeply honoring and loving yourself or the other. It's desire run amok. doesn't really bring about that deep, passionate love for each other in all creation such that every sunrise and sunset feels like it's made just by God for you. I doubt very much that when someone steals something that they really want from someone else, that they suddenly notice the beauty of the flowers and the chirping birds around them. The love and beauty and creation suddenly blessing them because they have the thing they stole. From the beginning, when Adam and Eve decided that they desired a piece of fruit more than they desired love for God and each other, our sin, our missing the mark, has been running amok. When we have desired things and even people as things more than we've desired deep, true, passionate love for God and each other. Because true and deep, passionate love not only desires the other, but also honors the other. And when we have that true, deep, passionate, mutual love that not only desires, but honors, then all of creation sings. And such passionate, mutual love that not only desires, but also honors is a lot of the kingdom of God that Jesus came about came to bring about. And that's in rather sharp contrast to the Pharisees and the scribes being angry at Jesus because he and his disciples didn't follow the tradition of the elders in not washing their hands appropriately. The traditions of the elders were these oral traditions based on the laws of Moses. They were traditions intended to help people remember their deep honoring love of God. They just don't seem to have been overly effective. And we're certainly not worth getting angry over. We have a lot of traditions in the Episcopal Church which are intended to help us to draw near to the mystery of God and to open our hearts to God's passionate love for us. And some of us follow and understand these traditions really well, and some of us don't. Over the years, I've known folks who would be absolutely incensed if one of the rituals or traditions in our worship didn't go exactly right. They loved worship and tradition so much that they were angry at people when the worship and tradition didn't go right. How many parents have I talked to fearful because their children made noise or were fidgety here in church? And I tell them time and time again, be not afraid. Children can be kind of noisy and fidgety. And here in worship is where they belong. If the service doesn't go just quite right, well, that's not the point, is it? As Jesus pointed out to the Pharisees and the scribes, being angry with people because traditions and worships don't go quite right is rather backwards. Our traditions and worship are meant to help us love each other, meant to help us love God with ever greater passion, not the other way around. We were made to see each other in all of creation as beloved of God. And not just beloved, but deeply, passionately desired by, honored, and beloved of God. 
We were made to see God and creation and each other through the eyes of newlywed lovers. So passionately desirous for each other that all the world is beautiful. We were made to live the passionate, desirous, honoring love which we heard in the song of Solomon. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Amen. Amen.